Hi guys, this is Jamie and Yesenia, and we are back. We are going to talk about something that I've been wondering about. Mm-hmm. Why do people think everything is about them sometimes? Not Ooh, everybody is this way. That's a good one. But I wonder, and I mean, I probably have done it before too. Pretty sure I'm hearing Peyton's little voice in my head right now going, <laughs> Mom, not everything is about, about you. you. Hmm. However, why do people do that? Maybe because they feel insecure about about whatever it is that's happening in the situation that's at hand whether it's good or bad yeah well or maybe they were blamed a lot of things like a lot of things were blamed on them even you know what when they were children so, i'm like how can i say this without saying it hmm. even people i know that come across very confident mm-hmm. and like, oh yeah they got it all together and mm-hmm. like i even I'm starting to see cracks of that really being an underlying insecurity. Right. Like there's a mask. Yes. Mm. And so I think why I get so frustrated sometimes, because obviously I'm dealing with this closely, Mm -hmm. is because my mask is off. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that before you started. Well, even before you even started dating. I told you this was going to probably be an issue. Yes. Because, not that I know more, I've just been down this road longer. (laughs) She's like, my path has been real long. Right? And so I've got to experience some things of when you are learning so much about yourself and becoming more mature in your emotional intelligence, I guess. Yeah. The people that you were surrounding yourself with, whether it be friends, family, mm-hmm. coworker, it doesn't matter yeah, who doesn't it matter. is, um, those relationships start to change. You, right. and what it is, they haven't changed. I you changed. are just awakening, right? And so the same sort of conversations that you used to have, they will feel and sound completely different. different. Yeah. So you don't get the same value that so, you thought you were. Just like a little example. Mm-hmm. Um, so this couple, I was impressed because the guy had made a joke mm-hmm. and the girl didn't think it was funny and he noticed that. Like how did how did he notice it though? Well, her demeanor just kind of changed. Okay, and so, she got quiet. Yeah, kind okay. of. Okay, and so he immediately like put his arm around her and was like, "Hey, I was just making a joke. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel that way. I see that it bothered you, and I won't do it again." That is really mature. And I was like, "Dang." <laughs> Put that in a book somewhere. Right, and so... I don't even know if I am there yet. No, honestly. I mean, right? this person is a little bit older than us. Okay. Like, well, maybe uh, their like road's a little early longer. Early 50s, you know? Okay. So maybe that's why yeah. it's probably been through more. Yeah. You know, which I'm like, gosh, can you be through more than what I feel like we've been doing here? But no, like more mature even, you know, than us. Yeah. And I'm not always mature. I'm not saying that. My reactions sometimes are based off of like feelings never going to get you anywhere and reactions to their 
they, you're bouncing their yeah, only it's energy like, we're off. Like bouncing like exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. But you know what? That's part of being mature because he yeah. could have easily taken that sass. He could right, have called it sass. Yeah. Then you know, and been really rude. Right. Or like been, then hit. Like him, what's your problem? Then him being all hurt because. Right. So. There's anyways, so many ways that could have played out. Right. So I noticed, mm-hmm. um, and I said something about it mm-hmm. and, um, Jose was like, well, I joke with you all the time. And mm-hmm. then say, like, I was just kidding. And he's like, you still get mad. We don't want the joking part. We're impressed with the fact that the way he reacted. Right. To and so that's him. what I'm like, there's miscommunication there. I was like, it had nothing to do with the joke. I didn't think it was funny either. No, it shouldn't have been said <laughs> you know, probably. I was like, I didn't really think it was funny either. What I was impressed with. Right. Was the rebound to it. Yes. It could and have been bad so I many ways. I say rebound because I'm like, it's like basketball. Like you said, you're bouncing yes. the ball back. <laughs> it's but like dodgeball. Somebody's got to step up. Right. And I mean, that is impressive what he I said. I really was. And so I just was like, I think it's amazing that yeah. she's found someone mm-hmm. that can take care of her feelings in that way. Right. Because when you've been hurt, right. sometimes you need someone that's going to just be a little easy with you. Right. And I hate being all sensitive, but you just are like, especially when it's still fresh. Now I have a question. Okay. In relationships, have you ever been in a relationship where some, your partner was that emotionally there in tuned with your emotions No. to know like, Oh, I pissed her off. I'm going to like, I'm not only going to apologize, but I'm going to feel bad because I hurt her feelings. No. Yeah. I'm really impressed with that. I'm really impressed with with this guy. So I believe that. Did like, is that how you would feel loved? Like, do you feel like that would make you feel loved? We would get into a little bit. So I think my thing was, I was in no way um, comparing relationships. No. I more was just like, I'm impressed with that reaction. That's even a reaction that mm-hmm. I would like to see myself give. Exactly. I'm not just putting this on a guy. Right. I mean, I like felt like I got a lesson right there. Like I did too. Oh, that's a great way to come back right. from that. Right. Because sometimes we start joking and playing and it can get taken too far. Right. I'm not saying just men do it. Right. You know, um, so... I just was like, that was really a great way to be like, hey, I'm sorry. I see. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I hurt seeing you. you. Right. I hear you. It's not going to happen again. In front of you guys, yeah, too. Yeah, and I was like. Which is really impressive. Like I said, I really was like. Whoa. Wow. Like, whoa. Yeah. So I just thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Then in turn. I spoke of it mm-hmm. and I just think that then it was more kind of taken like I didn't feel like I'm treated in that way. And I'm not, but I wasn't complaining. Mm-hmm. I just was observing. Right. Like anybody that would have experienced that would have so said the same thing. It kind of turned into this thing mm-hmm. where it wasn't even about anyone else. <laughs> And it turned into like, how did you just make this about you? Mm, You know, I I was like, I wasn't even thinking about us. Like I literally was just happy for someone else. Like I, I wasn't complaining about my life. I wasn't comparing. But but 
let's be honest. We would love to have that. I would. In yeah. our relationships. But like you said, for us to act that yeah, way. I know I can like sometimes be like, are you serious? Your feelings are hurt right now. Right. Exactly. And so that's not a good way to handle it. Like right. even in, with playing, sometimes mm-hmm. we take it too far. Right. If you hurt someone's feelings, I think a great response would be what I saw. Mm-hmm. But also to follow that up with not repeating the same thing over again. Right. And then thinking that every time sorry is going to cut it. And then when, yeah, because like, you know, I don't like hearing I'm sorry. I don't well, want to see it again. And this is my thing. Like, me too. Mm-hmm. I want to see change. Right. So where you were saying, like, we talk about this a lot and I I think it's good for the people listening to us to also be like, well, what do I need so I feel loved? Right. Because I feel like that is an important question. Yeah, to feel heard. So To feel known. Yes. And my response today, I almost smacked the table right now when you said that. Like, yes! Mm -hmm. My response today was, I want to be seen Right. I want to be heard and respected mm-hmm. and like appreciated. Right. That's how I will feel loved. Right. So, but you know what? Listen to me. Right. Actually, really listen. Pay attention. Yes. Yeah. I saw this TikTok and I know I'm on TikTok a lot. I'm sorry. Like but there was this girl and she was saying that she was at church. I don't know if you saw this one. Um, she was at church with her husband and they were just meeting and, or cleaning up, I guess. I don't know. And they were talking to all the people as they were leaving. And she overheard her husband telling their friends that, oh, my wife, she doesn't like watching stranger things because those types of movies, they really affect her and they really give her nightmares. And it really like bothers her for like the next couple of weeks he said, so we really don't watch that. And they were talking about Stranger Things. And and she was like, wow. She's like, my husband knows without me telling him. He knows that I not only don't like watching those, but he knows how it makes me feel without me ever telling him. Like, I'm just experiencing things. And mm-hmm. he is paying attention to see me. Right. to know me and taking the time to know me. She was saying that she believed that this is another um, form of, what are those five language love language? Oh, love language. She thinks that this is a, an additional one that nobody ever talks about. But I think that that's what we're talking about here, yeah. is knowing that if I say, um, I'm going to go to Starbucks and go get a drink after work today, and... Then all of a sudden, Jeremy brings me a Starbucks right. in the middle of the day. Right. He knows that I'm really wanting a Starbucks. I just and can't leave. he already leave. knows what you like. Right. He already knows what I like. He knows, you know what I'm saying? Like, or he knows that I'm going to have a late night. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to get her a Starbucks. Yeah. I love that. And I, that, that is an unspoken yeah. thing that is so, it shows you so much love and it makes you feel seen, it makes well, you feel heard, it makes you feel wanted, and all of the things. Yeah, and I just, being honest, mm-hmm. I do a lot. I do a lot for people in my home. And you love to do that. And I love it. Yeah. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah. I just would like to also like feel appreciated for it, but even sometimes I don't need the like, 
thank yous mm-hmm. and like all that. That's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. But say we're somewhere and, or say someone comes over mm-hmm. and is like, wow, your house looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It would be nice for the other person to be like, she spent yeah, all this she time did all this. this. Like yeah. she did this. Like yeah. acknowledge the part that I play. Right. Instead of downplaying, like a lot of people may downplay or I've, I've seen, um, ridiculing like, yeah, she did this, but this looks like this, you know, she did this or, um, yeah, she didn't do very much. I did everything, you know, like there's a lot of different ways that people can really hurt us or not that we're looking for the acknowledgement. Like for instance, today, um, I walk out in the garage and it, it's almost time to go here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's one of those things we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. He looked at me. I'm like, well, does he think I look nice today? Like, he didn't yeah. say it. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, say it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you Take come the into mask work. Off. Right. If you come mm-hmm. into work and right. I'm like thinking you look you're so adorable. Cute. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. so cute today. Right. I'm big on that. Like yeah. today I was like, Lisa, your dress is so cute. I know. But, it and I noticed detail. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, the lace at the top, adorable. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like she gets very, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I was like, so cute. But we're real. We're real. Yeah. We're not saying, because so, I've dated a lot of guys in the past. I don't do the fake thing. Like No, but they're like, oh, you look so beautiful. Oh, oh, like you. Gag, yeah. Right? No, no. I want the real stuff. Right. So that's my thing is that. And I know probably part of it is because in our journey a long time ago, mm-hmm. if he was like, oh, you're so beautiful, I was like, knock it off. Mm. But I was coming from a place where, especially when you're first divorced and you're like out there dating, mm-hmm. I'm like, gag, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. gag. Well, especially when you're not used to hearing that. I don't know what your relationship was like before, but I don't know if you heard that a lot. And then all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, this dude's like well, coming from nowhere and like throwing everything at you. I don't think I heard it a lot, but I do, I don't know, but this is weird, but I knew what he thought before. Well, I mean, until my life fell apart and then I was like, why did you do that? Yeah. But I didn't need that reassurance. Why do you think you need it now? I don't know. Just because I think once you've been broken, Mm -hmm. it's harder to believe in yourself. And because I don't feel like my body looks the way that it should. You need that reassurance. I do. But we need to remember we can't rely on other people. I know. I know. And my counselor is really like working with me because Mm -hmm. it's a real issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, last week she was like, I need to ask you like, do you have any eating issues? Like, is there Mm -hmm. anything going on there? And I was like, "Uh, no, (laughs) I eat whole boxes of hot tamales and then I'm sad that I have a stomach roll. Like we're good here, but you know, right. she has to ask, but it those could things. turn into something like that. That's why it's so important to get help. Unfortunately, I don't like to throw up and I definitely can't starve myself. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, that's a good thing. No. And those are awful issues mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a great counselor mm-hmm. knowing that she's like, you're, at you're the- showing some little signs here. We want to make sure you're not going down the wrong way. Right. I mean, in all honesty, mm-hmm. like she agrees with me. It's, like an obsession Mm -hmm. at this point. So my point though, got off track there is that then if you're looking at me and you look me up and down, Mm -hmm. I expect you to say something. 
Oh, I've had people do that. Okay, it used to happen make to my me all twitch. the time when my that? kids, my older kids were little and yeah. in school. Yeah. I don't know what was going on and we discussed this, but I swear it seemed like I was the only working mother. Yeah. They would be like in their, I can't answer that. They would be in their like yoga pants, like ready to yeah. go to the gym, but they'd have their Starbucks all in this <clears> group talking. And here <laughs> I would come almost late, of course, with <laughs> my two kids that were in school all in my... Head you to know, toe, yeah. Head to toe business attire. Right. Running up there with two backpacks in heels, like getting them right. off to their classes. And then I would walk by and they would like look me up and down. Yes. Years later, I had one of them finally tell me, mm-hmm. you always look so put together. Wow. She's like, honestly, like it made me a little self-conscious. What? And we're thinking, and I like, know I've been in that you situation. you told me that five years ago. Cause instead I was like, she's rude. Right. Why is she looking me up and down? I'm thinking she's looking at me like she's not a good mom because these kids are almost late. Okay. And okay. that I, you know, and that I'm not able to be a room mom. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking all these things that then this woman tells me later, like, Oh my gosh, you, you are look always so, cute. so put together. And she's right. But that brings us to the reason why some people don't say things. Yeah. Some, the reason why people say things and think that things are about them um, when they're not. Well, but there's always back issues. Like, the, that was so funny. So coming you, from somewhere. Yeah. And it's so funny that you said that because here we started off the podcast saying, like, how come people always think everything's about them, whether it's bad or good? Exactly. So I'm walking by this group of women. Right. Who genuinely were looking me up and down. <laughs> but I'm thinking they're over there like talking crap. And right. then one of them finally tells me one day like, oh my gosh, it was almost like a little intimidating. Hmm. And I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just trying to get my kids to school. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, my sister would tell me the same thing. She's like, you're so lucky you get to dress up every single day. She's like, I don't feel lucky. Well, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you, you're so lucky you get to do that. But you know what? That's just what we like to talk about here too is that people come from different perspectives right and, and she's wearing the yoga pants she's the mama of the year she's damn mary poppins right now she can <laughs> literally do everything literally mary poppins i yeah. love her to and death. she's like very physically fit yes and she and but she's like you know you're so lucky and i'm thinking you're so lucky Right, you know? and it's funny because when she's come and helped in the office, yeah. she loves it. Yes, right? and oh my gosh, she'll yes. be like, oh my gosh, your job, she's like, well, I can't do all of it. But the stuff that I'm <laughs> able to do, even the filing, right? Yeah, like, she loves it's it. It's so fun. And it I'm is. like, are you, I was like, are you drunk? <laughs> I mean, I actually do like my job. Yeah. Um, I don't like the filing though. She could come in every day and <laughs> do the I'm filing. Like, Please, come do the filing. Like, but no, I don't want to do but it. You know, and then, but it's, and it's just, just making, different. yeah. And it, different perspectives. Those little voices are coming into our heads. Right. Like, oh, I'm a shitty mom. Well, I'm late. Right. Well, for instance, this is another thing. Yeah. So my aunt tells me, so my aunt Patsy and my uncle Tom, I love them. Mm-hmm. And Jose is pretty close with them. Him and Tom work together all the time. Oh, okay. So um, it was like a week ago. I see Patsy. I had taken Riley to get her hair cut. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Jose thinks you are like the smartest person that he knows. He literally told Tom. And I was like, really? Because I've never heard that. And she's really? like, That's no. sweet. She's like, he just thinks you can do everything. That's really and sweet. And I'm like, oh, because what I'm thinking is not that. Like, 
But my point is, so yeah. I am thinking things. Like, I'm incapable of doing these things. And he's well, over here like, she's freaking Wonder Woman. Okay, because what happens is I'll get home from work. I'm still, like, in my work clothes. Right. And say his son needs help with something for disability. Mm-hmm. I'm on the laptop. I'm like, here, I'll figure it out. Blah, 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 doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Or he'll be like, um, so-and-so called me from mm-hmm. this office. And I don't want to call them back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, give me the number. <laughs> you know? And then right. when I get on the phone, I have a different voice. Right. You know. I have a different... Hello. I have miss I have my professional voice and right. then I have my everyday voice. Mm-hmm. So you I feel like that's kind of a mask, but in the job that we have, mm-hmm. like you have to have your. Mm-hmm. So when I have to handle stuff for him, like with doctors or things like that, I put this professional voice on. Yeah. So they're sitting across from me one day, and I like go through this whole spiel, and I'm like, da, 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 and I'm like, thank you, and I hang up. <laughs> And they're sitting like, there with sitting their mouths open. Like, and then his like, son looks what? at him and he's like, that was awesome. Yeah. My point is that, but also when we don't give those compliments to people, mm-hmm. they don't know. So yeah. they're like me where I'm thinking these women every day, which maybe some of them were, but this one in particular was not. Right. Are talking trash about me. Mm-hmm. And she's over there sipping her Starbucks, feeling insecure. And I'm over there tripping over my kids' backpacks. <laughs> feeling insecure right when if the compliment would have just happened yeah what we would have just built somebody up like right instead of me for years being like they're so rude right and then when I finally got to know her her mm-hmm. saying like you are always so put together it's mm-hmm. kind of intimidating like we could have just built one another up exactly instead of all those years of letting it fester right and that's my point with at home mm-hmm. so I mean, he looked me up and down, so I'm like, either he doesn't like the dress Mm -hmm. and he's not saying, or does he think I look cute and he's not saying. Let's say it, because when he looks nice, I'm Mm -hmm. like, you look nice. I even go so far, when homie sprays his cologne, I'm like, you (laughs) smell good. Because those are things that I like, that I notice. Yeah. So how do people reciprocate and give us what we need? We don't need anything from them. I know, but give the frigging compliment. Right. No, and I think uh, the podcast, no, it wasn't a podcast, the YouTube that you sent me today, yeah. The Lioness. Oh, so good. So very, very good. This kind of goes with the oh, girls staring it. at us. Instead of feeling like they are a competition, yes. we should be in our feminine energy. All of you should look this up. Yes. So it was Lisa Bevere. Bevere? Is that I don't name? know how to pronounce her name. I think it is Bevere. Um she did a sermon mm-hmm. or a talk and is it titled lioness i think it's called lioness well look did i send it to you on here no yeah. i didn't i sent oh. it to you on the computer yes um but it was so good and i highly suggest like looking the sermon up on youtube and listening to it um it was really really good and what I loved was Lioness Arising. Oh, there you go. And it was so good. Yeah. Um, she, but she talks about that exact thing. She does. And she also, which I loved, talked about being a good husband and wife or a mm-hmm. good partner. Mm-hmm. And went into even being a good friend. Right. Um, so instead of the nagging mm-hmm. or the not giving the compliment, mm-hmm. build one another up. Right. That that's what the devil wants is to consistently tear us apart because together 
we could be the strongest team. Right. And I think imaginable. That, that women really do that to one another. Like I'd rather tear her down instead of give her the compliment because secretly I'm insecure about the area she looks so good in. Exactly. And I, we've discussed this before. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I was not the queen of compliments, but I also was running around like an insecure little brat. Mm. So now what I try to do is like really give you someone a somebody. compliment. Yeah. yeah, like say something or even with your spouse, like let them know what you appreciate. Oh, most definitely. Because that gets you more when you feel appreciated in tune you with will each do other way more than expected exactly especially for in women in any capacity but especially for women because it's more emotional yeah we are emotionally connected to our husbands and if they don't fulfill that that connection right. if they don't do things in order to feed that connection yeah. not to say we need those types of things but if they if they feed that then yeah. we feel so much closer to them well and i loved it because she actually is talking about lions. Mm-hmm. Like she literally researched lions. lions. And I love the way that she was saying that the female lion and the male lion, how they like literally touch faces. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is really cool. Mm-hmm. But they also do everything together. Right. And so... When the male lion falls, the female lion or the lioness yeah stands in front of him and she was talking about that and protects him yeah and when he's standing tall and proud then she stands beside him yeah and honestly that's really beautiful it is really beautiful i know gave me goosebumps. goosebumps yeah i love that and it's a it's a good thing to try to live by i think it's hard to do it is because we always see each other as competition. Right. But if we learn to stand together and beside one another and to be step up mm-hmm. once 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 we need to step up. And she was talking also about how women have lost our way in the sense of we feel like we need to become, and I'm guilty of this, we need to become more in our masculine state. Right, but we're females. But we're females. We need to embrace our femininity. And and we were born to nurture. Right, and they were born to protect. Right. And one thing I loved about that sermon today, um, she was talking about how the one lions in captivity, when they opened the gate, mm-hmm. they wouldn't go out. And they tried everything to get them to go out. Mm-hmm. And then finally they had a buck. They put the deer out. Mm-hmm. The male lion would not go out the lioness went out and there was another lioness mm-hmm. and she turned around and looked at her girl like let's, let's go. go and i was like that is truly like when you have real friends that's literally how it all it, it, like it really is <laughs> right? like i step out and i'm like let's, let's go, go. <laughs> And it's really true. Right? And I thought it was funny because she was like, and the male lion's like, I'm good. You guys can go <laughs> go handle that. And I'll just wait here. But when right. they got the buck, they mm-hmm. drug it back mm-hmm. to the male. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's like loyalty there. Yeah. And so there was just a lot from that to learn today. And I knew you would love it. When yeah. it was like lioness, I was like, this is right up Yesenia's yeah, alley. Yeah, because I feel like... I have had to step into my masculine, um, 
actually i i think i was i was raised kind of like that i think you were too because like, i was the oldest I think you can use like power tools and stuff yeah i well i've always been raised to be the one that you know would fix stuff yeah because your, your parents and didn't have a boy so no. they were like here you go you need to yeah yeah and so but my sister was different my right. sister is very feminine and see, it's, it's strange we grew up in the same household it's but so different. different well see it's so weird because um once you become single and on your own, I just felt like there were so many things I had to learn how to do. Like I right. could just handle it on my own. But when you step back in the role of being with someone mm-hmm. and you're so used to being independent, right? it makes things very difficult. See, you're, you've stepped into my place. Yeah. Now try to not be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now try to back off of being everything right. to everyone at all times and then try to step into step back into your femininity I needed to research that a little bit more yeah. to figure out but I, I thought it was really interesting Jamie that her analogy of the lion and the lioness they all know their place they yeah. know where they're supposed to be they know what they're supposed to do how they're supposed to act yeah. and they act as a community and I think some people will probably not take offense to that but be like oh my gosh here are these two women on this podcast talking mm-hmm. about women being in their place that's not what no. this is about no because i i i wish that i could be more feminine right. like but now, at the same you, time she, i love you, myself she's a girly girl she might be I using am. a power tool in her heels i am exactly the but, day you had to chase all your halloween stuff yeah that yeah. was fun yeah you know but but I just feel like I, I think I'm missing a part of me because mm-hmm. I feel like I have that within me somewhere in there. Yeah. And I feel like I'm missing out because that is a gift that yeah. was given to me to be in my feminine space. Yeah. And I'm too busy like trying, trying to, like to do, everything. do everything that and also I'm not allowing my husband to take his full place. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think I tend to struggle with some of that in the sense that I'm like, if I'm not doing this and you do it, I'm I'm not, I can I trust that? It's going to be done the right way. Yeah. And so that I need to obviously curb that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to get past where if we're just speaking and communicating, someone thinking that it's a negative about them right. or it. Or even me taking it that way and thinking it's a negative about me. Because you're picking sides. Right. You're on and I truly sides think like what and I even said this today to him. I think what happens is we both are coming with baggage. Mm-hmm. You come into relationships Everyone. with baggage. Yeah. And it's like you're unpacking mm-hmm. and you're trying to like sift through it and mm-hmm. you're doing it together and you're like, Ugh. Ew, that was ugly. Or oh what oh I touched something I wasn't what? supposed to. You know, I'm like, why'd you like that shirt? Right. You know, like that right. kind of thing. Like, it's just like you're trying to get through it and do it together. Mm-hmm. And you both want the same end goal. My end goal is that I want us to be happy and I right. want us to learn to communicate and be closer than I've ever been with anyone. But in order to do that, you really have to get to know the other person. And I need to know why that person is the way they are. Right. And I think even in friendships, that happens. So you and I were friends for years before our lives fell apart. 
but it's a completely different friendship. And I know we've said this before. Yeah. Once you know the good, the bad, the ugly. Right. When you put all the deep, dark those... secrets. And I maybe, I mean, but see, I have a question. Okay. Because we talked about the lion and the lioness. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, I, there's been times I've been borderline, like, feminist. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm just telling it. you, okay? Yeah. So I'm not, not understanding, okay? I understand. But I have a question. What do you do? when you want to allow him to be the man allow him to do all the things that men do and you to be more in your feminine state and really embrace that what do you do how do you let your guards down and learn to learn about each other when you're not in the correct space to begin with well, that's the hard part. You know what I'm saying? I feel like what happens, like, to answer that just from my perspective. Mm-hmm. So we're both emotional people. Mm-hmm. So when you push a little bit and mm-hmm. you hit a spot and you're, like, trying to get to know someone, but you've hit a spot and then it's like you guys are, like, yeah, butting heads because now you're both emotional and reacting in ways. Right. It's like, how do you get past that so you can go to the deeper level and exactly. get to know that person? Exactly. That's where I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I wish I could be the one that's like, I'm going to take all emotion out of this. You say what you got to say. Right. I'm going to say what I've got to say because I want to be close to you. Right. You want to really get to know each yeah, other. Yeah, but it's hard not to get your feelings hurt. Well, like you said, and even on our relationship with us, the, yeah. the two of us, Yeah. it was... We were close, but we weren't like, we didn't know everything about everything. Yeah, no. In the beginning. Yeah. But I feel like, like you said, once the walls came down, mm-hmm. but I mean, really, it took us to be broken. Yeah. Before the walls came down. Yeah. Not that we were intentionally building no, walls, we but we thought like, we were like super good friends yeah. before. But is that what it takes to like have everything fall apart? I know. Unfortunately, because we've I mean, all I been through not, that. We've all been through things I mean, falling I think apart. To really have lifelong friendships or to really have a good partnership with your spouse, mm-hmm. you have to like even like talk about the ugly stuff. Right. And know this is I think key. Know that you're not gonna be judged. Right. So Both sides. I think on the personal level, I think he and I aren't real sure about that yet. Mm-hmm. Like Am I going to judge him? Is he going to judge me? I mm-hmm. think we're scared there. Mm-hmm. The difference here, like in this friendship and with some other friendships that I have, I already know there's 100% no judgment. Right. I could come over here and be like, I just beat up someone and buried them. <laughs> and you would be like, where? Where? <laughs> That's uh, funny. We're never discussing this yeah. again. But right. my point is that the next day you would still be my friend. Right. Even if you didn't agree. Right. Like you I'd be like, think, Jamie, that, that wasn't a good idea I know, you at all. Like, Are you sure they were dead? Right. No. no. But no, I no. get what you're but saying, You know though. what I'm saying, though, Right. That, like, it doesn't... And so you and I got to that place as a friendship because... What was that? Things... Just oh went awry. Be, is it still recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, because our lives fell apart. Right. And I think at that point, I was just like, well, it doesn't matter. You lived across the street. You're already seeing it all. I might as well let you in. Like, right, right. Yeah. You know, like, I just think yeah, that's what has to happen. I, would, I don't want every friendship to have to be a tragedy first. I know. Like that. I, 
But that's how this came about. And that's, unfortunately, that's how I got close to all of my really, really good girlfriends was through tragedy. That's crazy. I wish not, but I mean. But I don't want it to be like that with our relationships. Yeah, and yeah, me either. So the guard needs to come down. You need to reassure one another that, look, we're in this together. I am your partner. You're my buddy. Tell me, what do I need to do? How do I need to? Like, what do I need to do so I don't hurt your feelings? Right. And what do I need come, to say? like, us discussing something that I just thought was nice for someone else mm-hmm. turn into being, like, a personal thing that it, it wasn't? Right. So, yeah, there's, like, I think we all have some guards and maybe our swords are still over here. Yes. In case we need them. Exactly. I'm like, I have a machete hidden right here. <laughs> we need to put the swords down. Yeah. So... Okay, guys, I don't know. Maybe that gave you some perspective for thought. Yeah. Yeah, or things to think about because yeah. it really opened my eyes with the whole lioness thing. Yeah, honestly, look up that sermon. It's yeah. Lisa Bevere, and I forget what it's called. It's called Lioness Arising. Lioness Arising. It's so good. You guys should check it out. Bye. All right, bye. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.